First, Parak Hazara, day number two, Siyat Deshmaya, Daf Beis Mabez. We're discussing right now the different explanations why a sukkah should not be over uh, 20 amas, according to the Tanakama. We have Rabba, Rezeira, and, and Rava. Uh, Rava's reason is, is because in Ayyidah Dorosechim, you should send to sitting in a sukkah. Rezeira's reason is that you should be in the shade of the sukkah. And Rabba's reason is, um, sorry, Rabba was the first one. So Rabba is the reason why Yedu. Rezeira is the reason of you should be in the shade of the sukkah. And Rabba's reason is, is that it should be a diras aray, not a diras keva. Once it's more than 20 amos, then you're kind of forced into using stronger materials and takes it out of the vechina of diras aray and makes it more of a diras keva. Uh, we mentioned different reasons why they each didn't say like each other, and now we're finding different brises and mishnayos throughout Shas and trying to figure out uh, which of our three explanations does it fit best with. So we are up to uh, the words Kiman. Kiman is about a third of the way down on Beis and Beis. Kiman Ozla. Kiman Ozla had the Amr of Hanan Baraba. Kiman Ozla had the Amr of Hanan Baraba. Amr Rav Machlekes b'She'ena Machzekes Elikidei Roshav Ruba b'Shulchanu. Machlekes is only if it does not hold in it Ruba Ruba Roshav Ruba b'Shulchanu. His head, majority of his body, and his table. If it does hold the sukkah, more than his head, majority of his body is table, even if it's more than 20 amas, it's going to be kosher, according to everybody, even according to Tanakam. Now, who does this go like? Kiman, it doesn't really fit with anybody. Says the Gemara, Bishlama, Derbi Yoshia, Pliga, Adarav Huna, Rav Hanan, Baraba, De Inhu, Kayavi, Shi'ur, Bimashcha, Vi'ihu, Lo, Kayavi, Shi'ur, Bimashcha. Okay, so now we have these two different things. Let's go back and see the different uh, sources that we had. We had the last Kiman Azla. Was Kiman Azla had the Amr of Huna, Amarav, and he said the Machlekes is, is it going to be four Amos, or is it not going to be four Amos? If it's four Amos, that's where they have the Machlekes. Once it's more than four Amos, then it's already wide enough that you are getting shade from the Sach and everything's fine. That was the version of Rav Huna. The new version that we have is Rav Hanan Ban Rabba. That, uh, that says it's dependent on, does it hold your body, or does it hold more than your body? But again, it's a very, very small shear, only getting a little bit bitter, bigger, so it's not really going to help you that much to get shade from the schach when it's only a tiny bit bigger than just the minimal size of your body. So now the Gemara says as follows, regarding those two different versions. Again, the last one was Rav Huna, which is based on four amas and not four amas, and you have the new one, which is based on, is it just exactly the size of your body, or is it a little bit more than that? So it says the Gemara in response to that, the following. Bishlama derbi Yoshia pliga adarav huna, Hanan baraba. It makes sense there of Yoshia's, which is the earliest one. He says it's based on the funnest magius the or not. So he says it makes sense. Bishlama derbi Yoshia pliga adarav huna, Hanan baraba. The inu kayavi shiur b'mashcha, yilak kayavi shiur b'mashcha. They are giving shiur in terms of how wide the sukkah is, and that changes so to speak, the, the, the dinim, that if it's going to be wide enough, you're going to get shade, it's going to be totally fine. But he has nothing to do with the width of the sukkah. He's a different cheshman altogether. Did the walls reach to the top of the schach? He's coming from a different angle altogether. Elorav Huna, Verochanan, Barabba, name of Beheksha sukkah kamifigi. When you're talking about this machlekes between Rav Huna and Hanan Barabba, that Rav Huna says the question is, is it four Amos or more than four Amos? You have Hanan Barabba coming along and saying that the question is, is it just your head? Uh, majority of your body, or not, or is it more? 
So let's just simply say they're arguing not about the tallest size of a sukkah. Let's say they're arguing about the minimal size of the width and length of the sukkah. And that's what the Machalakis is. Does that have to be four amas, or does it, is it good enough to be a little bit bigger than just the majority of your body? The Marsav or Heksha sukkah by Arba Amas, that one of them holds, which is namely Rafuna, that a kosher sukkah is only kosher if it's going to be four amas. Marsav or Heksha sukkah by Machzekes, and the other one holds that the sukkah is only going to be kosher if it has the width of rosh over rosh your head, majority of your body, and your table. It says that we're low. No. Everyone agrees, if you want to talk about the minimal size of a sukkah, the minimal size of a sukkah, nothing to do with the height right now, is rosh over rosh So ha- So we're going to go back. We have a request to go back to Bishlama. So Bishlama is... Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So we had, we had three different Bryces that we brought along. We have Yoshia brought along the Bryce that said that the Machlekes is dependent on do the walls reach the Shach or not. Then we have Huna that says there's a Shaila of four Amos or more than four Amos. And we have uh, Rav Hanan Barabba that says that the Shaila is is it uh, Rosho Verubo Shulchana or is it more than Rosho Shulchana? It says that we are Bishlam as follows. But, but up, up until the Bishlam, everything was in connection to above 20 Amas. Everything was being discussed about 20 Amas or not. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, says the Gemara as follows. Bishlam, Derv Yoshia, Pliga, Adrav Huna, Derv Hanan, Baraba. It works out that Rav Yoshia is clearly coming from a different angle altogether than Rav Huna, Rav Hanan, Baraba. The inhu is they kayavi shiur b'masha. They're giving length and width. They're giving length areas. The iu lo kayavi shiur b'masha. He's not giving anything to do with area, and therefore you can't try to draw him and say that his machlekes is just simply machlekes how big a sukkah needs to be length and width wise. He's talking about a different cheshbon altogether of how tall the walls need to be, what kind of walls there have to be. So Rishon Veshtu doesn't fit with them, and he's not arguing on the same terms that they're arguing. El Rav Huna Rav Chanan Baraba, but Rav Huna Rav Chanan Baraba name of a hechsher sukkah commitfully. Let's say that they're not really necessarily arguing about the proper height of a sukkah. Maybe they're just simply coming from what is the proper size of the length and width of a sukkah. The marsav or hechsher sukkah. Ignoring, ignoring the 20 amas at this point. At this point, it seems to be we're ignoring the 20 amas. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes, just right now when you see when they're arguing about length and width, it seems to be that their primary focus is length and width more than the height itself. The Marasav or Hechsher Sukkah by Arba Amos, that Rufuna holds that the size of a kosher Sukkah is four Amos. Marasav or Hechsher Sukkah by Masak is Rosh Hashanah. Is if it's big enough to hold your head, your majority of your body, and your table. To which Mar says back low, the Kuliyama Hechsher Sukkah Rosh Hashanah. Now, everyone agrees, if you're talking about just a purely the length and width of a Sukkah, then the minimal shear is Rosh Hashanah. So what exactly is the Machlekes? The Machlekes is as follows. The Mar Savar B'machzeches, Roisho, Verubah V'shulchano, Pligi, they're actually arguing within this discussion of Machzeches, Roisho, Verubah V'shulchano. Aval Yoyser, Meirosho, Verubah V'shulchano, but once it's more than that, Divrei HaKol, Kshera, then everyone agrees it's going to be kosher. Umar Savar, Meirosho, Verubah V'shulchano, Ad Dalet Amos, Pligi. The second one says that no, the Machlekes of um, of, of, of our Mishnah, in terms of if a sukkah can be 20 amos or not, Mar Savar, Mi Rosh Rubu Shulchano, Adal and Amos Pligi, the Machlekes is from Rosh Rubu Shulchano until four amos. Aval Yosem, Adal and Amos, Diver Kolksher, but once it's more than four amos, every agrees it's going to be kosher. So they're really arguing about height, and they're just trying to figure out what's the window where that Machlekes is. 
So we have Rabbi Hanan Baraba that says that the Machlekes is actually a, a tiny, tiny, tiny window where the Machlekes is, because a sukkah that's less than Rosh Hashanah is not kosher at all. A sukkah that's more than Rosh Hashanah, he holds that everyone agrees it can be more than 20 amos. The entire Machlekes between the Tanakhama and Yehuda, if a sukkah can be more than 20 amos or not, is when it's exactly Rosh Hashanah. That's what he holds, which Rav Huna says back to that, that's not how it works. Rather, everyone agrees the sukkah that's less than Rosh Hashanah is not going to be kosher. From Rosh Hashanah until Dalit Amos is where the Machlokas is between the Tanakhama and Rehuda. The Tanakhama would say, you know what, uh, that's not going to be kosher. But uh, even there, Rehuda says it's kosher. But once it's more than four Amos, everyone's going to agree that even though it's more than 20 Amos, it's going to be kosher. But that's what the Machlokas is. They're not arguing inherently if a sukkah can be more than um, Rosh Hashanah or Dalit Amos. Even uh, Rav Huna agrees that a sukkah is fully kosher if it's just Rosh Hashanah, if it's short. The big discussion is, is when it gets to height and what the Machlokas is between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda. Okay. Says the uh, Gemara Vaita. Mesave. Sukkah shi gavo l'malam e'esher If you have a sukkah that's more than 20 amos, psula, it's not going to be kosher. Rabbi Yehuda machshir. Rabbi Yehuda says it's kosher. Adar bayim v'chamishim amma. It could be up to 40, it could be up to 50 amos. Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Maisa b'hilni amalak Rabbi Yehuda wants to defend his position to say that it's not going to be more than 20 amos. Brings a story with Himli Amalka, Beloid, that was in the city of Beloid. Shahisa Sukasa Gavama Esri Mahama, whose sukkah, in fact, was more than 20 Amas. Vahayu Zakinim Nichnas of Yosadisham, and the elders would go and visit her there. Velo Amru Ladavar, and they never said a word to her. So we clearly see that even though she had a massively tall sukkah, it apparently was not a problem. Rabbi Hud wants to prove from the story of Hilni Amalka. Amru Loi, they said back to him, Misham Raya, you're trying to bring me a Raya from the story of Hilni Amalka. Isha Haisa, first of all, she was a woman, Upatur Minasukkah, and she said, Samitza said, just my grandma, and she's put there, so you can't bring a Raya from her sukkah. And Amr Lahen, Bahalo Shivas Banim Havula, they said back and said, very nice, it's true, she's a woman and she's Pater. But first of all, she had seven children with her. And second of all, forget the children, she always acted according to the Ratzon of the Chachamim, the way things should be done properly, and therefore you could still assume that her sukkah was made in a way that was proper, that was acceptable. Now ask the Gemara, there's two responses that we gave. So again, if you wanted to read the story and say it's a proof that it could be more than 20 Amas, because look, the rabbi saw it, didn't say Buddha. Then the Gemara says back to that, don't bring your right from that story, she's a woman. Which the more response back to that, two responses. One of those, first of all, she had seven kids, and second of all, she did everything according to the Ratzon HaChacham. So the more wants to know, why do you have to give two answers back to defend yourself? Why do if they add those words? And additionally, all of her actions are done al-Pichachamim. So says the Gemara, let me speak it out and tell you exactly what was being said back and forth. If you're going to try to tell me, don't bring a riot from the kids either, because the kids might have been little kids, and little kids are pata from sukkah. Kevan the shiva havu, since there were seven of them, it's impossible, you're not going to have one that doesn't need his mother. I guess the assumption is there aren't like, you know, two sets of triplets less than five years old over here. So, you know, if you have seven kids, the assumption is there's a year or two between each one of them. Happens to be actually, you know, I'm just thinking about it right now. In the times of Chazal, they really waited two years between kids. Um, it's something that's not a really fully um, 
true scientifically anymore that when you nurse, you can't have kids. But in times of Chazal, if you were nursing, you could not have kids. It was impossible. Kolzman, you were nursing, you didn't even get your period for two straight years. So it was impossible to have children. So unless there are multiples, by definition, if you're having seven kids, you're going to have... Well, actually, now it's even a little harder because it sounds like they're less than bar mitzvah age. So she has to have seven kids that are less than the bar mitzvah age. I assume, you, know, oh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, fine. I mean, maybe, maybe there's a set of twins in there. But the point being is, is that there are seven kids. They're all less than the bar mitzvah age and bas mitzvah age. Um, but uh, the assumption is that you can't get them all less than chinuch age because they have to be spread out a little bit. So first of all, if you're going to try to say to me these are kids and they're potter, you can't say it because there are at least seven of them. And v'chitem rukatan sh'inatzarek le'imoy mirabbanan hu demichayev v'ihi mirabbanan lo mishkicha. And if you're going to try to say back to me, okay, fine. You know, some of her kids reached the age of chinuch. V'chitem rukatan sh'inatzarek le'imoy mirabbanan. It's only a dekhi of derabbanan. And she only kept their isis. Says more back, that's the void. Void Everything she did was and therefore she did the right thing. Now, okay, let's think this through right now. <coughs> we have this discussion back and forth. Rabbi Huda wants to bring a raya from the story of Hilni Amalka. Um, they want to say back to bring a raya from her. She's a woman and defends his position and says two defenses. First of all, there are definitely kids who are old enough, and even if you can tell me that kids are old enough, only she still did everything according to Allah, and therefore I have a nice proof that everything's going to be okay. Now we're going to try to use this to get back into our discussions before which scenario would everyone agree is going to be okay? Is it when the walls reach the roof? Is it when it's a big enough sukkah? What, what are we dealing with over here? So it says the Gemara as follows. Bishlama, um, three lines in the bottom. It all works out very nicely. According to the Manda Umber that says, the is where the walls do not reach the roof, right? But if the walls do reach the roof, everyone agrees it's going to be okay. Because because in fact, it is normal for a queen to sit in a sukkah that the walls do not reach the schach. So again, keep in mind what's going on over here is that if we hold like the opinion that says that there's no machlokas when the walls reach the schach, then you can't bring any rayas from her sukkah. <laughs> because Rabbi Huda would say, hey, look, Hilni Amalka is sitting in a sukkah that's 120 amas tall, and the Chambu would be able to say back, that's great, the walls reach the schach, so I agree with you. So LMI, it has to be a scenario where they're arguing with each other. The Rebihuda feels comfortable bringing a proof from that story. Make sense? And Tanakhama says no good because it didn't. And Tanakhama would say, no, I, 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 it's no good. So we had to find which of the earlier versions of the Machalikas before it fit nicely with this. So if we're going to go with Rabbi Yoshio's version of the Machalikas, that they argue when the walls don't reach the schach, it fits very nicely. It actually is common to make sukkahs that the walls don't reach the schach. The reason they did that was to have some airflow. So they have a sukkah the walls don't reach the schach. Rabbi Huda comes along and says, well, look at her. If she built a sukkah in such a way as to prove that Rabbi Huda is right, and you're allowed to have a sukkah that's more than 20 which they say back, no, she's a woman, you don't have to bring a riot from that. But at least it fits with the machlaikas. However, okay, let's read the next words. Meshum the reason why they make it that the walls don't reach the schach is because of the air flow you want to have. Elamanda Amr Basukkah Kitana Machlaikas. But according to the being that says that their Machlaikas is by a small sukkah, the Chidarka Shamalka Leisha Basukkah Kitana, is it normal for a woman to sit inside a small sukkah? Which again, speaking that out very clearly, is that both according to Ravuna and Ravchan and Barabba, they said that the whole Machlaikas between Behud and Tanakam is only by a small sukkah. But once it's a big sukkah, even the Chamim Agri can be more than 20 Amas. So the assumption is that queens sit in large sukkahs. So why is it Rehuda bringing a raya from the story of Hilni Amalka? The Tanakhama should simply say back, it's a big sukkah. Don't bring a raya against me, it's a big sukkah. And don't try to tell me it's a small sukkah, because queens don't sit in small sukkahs. 
So it must be Rav Yoshia's version of Machlekes, of the walls reaching the Schach is the more accurate version of Machlekes. And Rav Huna and Rav Chana Barabbas' versions of Machlekes are not, because they don't fit with this Bryce that we have, we would have trying to be approved from the story of Ilni Amalko. Well, it's still above 20 Amas in all, in all opinion, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, the assumption is hers is more than 20 Amas. And this, this, this whole concept, I know, I think Paul has this, the whole concept of having a Rosh Rosh Hashanah above 20 Amas is like so... It's a funny looking sukkah. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. There you go. Okay, so here we go. Um, Ela Lamanda Amr, she'll start from the top line again. Ela Lamanda According to the opinions that say that the Machlekes is when it's a sukkah kitana, V'chidarkish al-Malka leishu b'sukkah kitana is the way of a queen to sit in a large sukkah, in a small sukkah. So Amarava. Yes, it actually is normal for her to sit in a small sukkah. But what's the small sukkah we're talking about? The small sukkah is, is that she has such a large sukkah, she actually had a floor plan with little rooms inside of it. So each individual room might have been very, very small, and you're not getting the shade from the sukkah, and that's why Rabbi Huda felt the need to bring a proof from it, that even though the rooms are very small, but she was sitting in a room that was more than 20 amos, that had little rooms in it, so to Raya that, hey, Rabbi Huda's right. Is it really normal for a queen to sit in even this type of sukkah that has these small rooms? So says, We're referring to one particular small room inside. As Rashi says, the Kitania Shaba, Sukkah Gedoyla, she had a very large sukkah for the people that were coming to feast by her. But she had a small inner chambers for privacy. She sat inside that small room. But even though it's possible, it doesn't make a difference because the woman put it from a sukkah. That's what the Chachamim would say. Or Huda says, no, let's bring a raya from there and say that it's totally fine to have a sukkah with more than 20 amas. So again, the question is, is it normal to make ketonius ketonius is the assumption that the entire sukkah is a bunch of small rooms, to which that's not normal for a queen to make it. It's not a very royal type of thing. You've ever been to a palace before? All the rooms are large. So it's not normal to make a sukkah that's made ketonius ketonius. Which says, no, no. It's a very large sukkah. There's very large rooms in the sukkah that the, the mesubim, the people that are coming to feast, they're going to sit there, but there are in fact some small rooms inside the sukkah because she needs her privacy because she's a woman, she was a tsenua, and that's the proper way to do it. So now, if it's very nicely, is that even according to the opinions that say the machlekas is only by a small sukkah but not by a big sukkah, well, she did have a small sukkah in this unique way, and nevertheless, she was willing to sit there, and now you have room for machlekas between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Huda. The Tanakhama says that she's a woman, don't worry about it, to which Rabbi Huda say back, no. First of all, she had seven kids, and second of all, she does everything up the halacha. So again, it's, Robinson, yes. When we said it was small, we're saying this is just the majority of the head, or it's up to the So right now, the is not getting into that detail, meaning Rav Huna would touch it and say it was between uh, your head, the majority of your body, your table, and four amos. And Rav Hanan Baraba would say that it's talking about a case where it's exactly the size of your head, majority of your body, and your table. Whatever their version of the Machlekes is, they'll say that's the story. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to understand. It's not for her, it's for her, her seven sons. So how, how do we get her and some kids in at the same time to say, well, it needs to be kosher? If it's just for her, we don't mind if it's trash. I hear. They, they, you know, they're very close to their mommy. They're all piled on top of her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Well, look, well, sort of. Look at the more answers. She was sitting in a small one. 
That's why they didn't say anything to her. Rabbi Yehuda suffered, but so what's Rabbi Yehuda bringing a proof from? Who suffered? They're sitting with her. So Paul's question is on that line of the Gemara. They're sitting with her. So again, if it's between just the size of your body and four amos, maybe they all squeeze in there. But if you're trying to work with Rechanan Barabbas version of the Machlekes, literally it's exactly the size of your body and your head, and they're all with her too. That's a little bit hard. You know, it feels like my house. You know, they're all they're all my daladamas at home. You know, like it's a, yeah. If you like the they never nevertheless didn't say anything to her. So, at least we see the give and take. The give and take between the two of them was is that the Tanakhama says don't bring a riot from her. She's a woman, um, and the sons don't bring a riot from either. They're sitting outside that little small room. So Shabbat says no, they're sitting with her, and therefore you can bring a riot from it. But that's not why we brought all this. We brought all this just to see if we could bring a raya. Is Rav Yoshia's version of Machlokas correct? Or is Rav Huna, Rav Hanab Rabba's version of Machlokas correct? We at first thought it was really only support for uh, Yoshia's version of Machlokas of do the walls reach the schach or not? Because again, Queen's Sukkahs, the walls do not reach the schach. Therefore, it makes sense why Rehuda would try to bring her proof from it. And why the Rabbanu argued say it's no good, but still you can't bring a proof from it because she's a lady. But again, if it's based on size, it w- we didn't think it made sense to say they had small sukkahs. And therefore, it doesn't really fit to say there's a machlokas at all. I mean, they argue with each other. Even the Chachami agree if it's a big sukkah, that's totally fine. The Bishamur says, yeah, we can make a scenario where it's a small sukkah because it's a large sukkah with a small room inside. And that's why there is a machlokas between uh, the Tanakhama and Behuda. Is it okay to be that tall or not? Or Behuda says, I can bring a proof from there that I'm right because, again, she follows halacha. Her kids are sitting with her. And if so, she wouldn't allow it to be more than 20 amas unless it was okay to be more than 20 amas. Whereas the Chachami say that, no, she's a woman. Her kids sat outside. Don't bring a proof in that case whatsoever. We're good? It's interesting. We've had other cases recently, like the last few weeks, of, of people that went into a circle where, let's say, the decorations were too low or this or that, and, and, and it was against their sheet of what it was, right? Right. And it was like, you want to use it as a cash against the person that was coming to the circle. And we, we've answered multiple cases saying, well, we're, we're still going to make a puppet. We're, we're a puppet. Okay. So we're going to help you. Anyway, just sort of washed their hands and said, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say anything? Because I'm. Well, the question is, why didn't they give, why didn't they give her to Chacha? Is that their, is that their place? Who said they ate anything? Yeah. Is it their place? Yeah, I'm saying like they... The, the entire basis of the story is that if she was doing the wrong thing, they would have told her. That's the whole basis of the story. The question isn't, why were they comfortable being there? Who says they ate anything? The question is, why didn't they give... If it was them, then, then, then why are we talking about her being a woman? She's Pater. Talk about them. They themselves. Like, we're, not, we're not getting to them. You know? We're only talking about her. Her and her kids. And their permanent, uh, you know, residents over here. If they're comfortable being there, it must be it's okay. So it'd be good to which um, the Tanya Thomas is back. No, it was just her in the room. She was a woman, and uh, you know, again, it's interesting that she didn't care to build it according to Lacha whatsoever. But you know, that, that must have been her need for the case of Sinias that she wanted to have a tall sukkah for all the other guests, but she wanted to have a small room for herself. So the only way to get that is to have a small room with a tall ceiling. Right. So you know, I guess they didn't make special low ceilings in different rooms or whatever it was. So. Yeah, but we're not talking about the guests. You're right. If it would be the guests themselves, they could say they they probably were travelers if they're going to the you know the Queen's Palace. Yeah, it sounds to me like like the whole community came to her circle for to, to enjoy themselves. Like, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have to stop there.